In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Well, here we are again today in Deuteronomy chapter number 6, this book of repetition. That's really what it is. It is the book of the second law because God knows that we didn't get it all the first time, and just because we heard it once doesn't mean we remember it forever or have obeyed it thoroughly. God repeats himself, not because he forgot he said it. He repeats himself because there are things he doesn't want us to forget that he said. I remember years ago someone telling me that repetition is the mother of all learning. So if you want to learn, uh, then allow certain things to be repeated again and again to you. If you want to teach, then be willing to repeat those things again and again. If it's worth saying once, it's worth saying again and again. I remember a, a very effective teacher years ago saying, uh, never repeat, I say, never repeat for emphasis. He got his point across, didn't he? Didn't he? By repeating, he was showing that's how you put things even more deeply into hearts and minds. So we come to this book of repetition to Deuteronomy chapter 6 to learn a lesson we all need to be applying even now in our homes. The Bible says in verse 20, And when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you? Then thou shalt say unto thy son. Now we've talked about the fact that it's not if they ask, it's when they ask. Your children are going to ask questions. Yes, they're going to ask hard questions. We laid a little foundation for that in our last study, and I hope you'll apply those principles and share them with your own children. Uh, but notice what they want to know. They don't just want you to repeat the what. They want to know what it means. Uh, that's very important. Not just to have some pat answer and think that will suffice, but explain the meaning. It means that you have to know it well yourself. Remember, the teacher always learns more than the student, so you have to know it intimately it has to be personal and real to you, or you can't pass it on to them. You may want to mark in your Bible, in verse 20, the word when, and in verse 21, the word then. When they ask, then thou shalt say. And here's what they were to say. We were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and sore, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes, and he brought us out from thence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore unto our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he hath commanded us. And do you notice here that the parents can't choose for the children? They can only teach the children what God said, what they chose, and what they hope their children will choose. You see, children must choose for themselves. You, you can't make them. God didn't make robots, and you can't make them either. So there's a personal opportunity. There's a personal responsibility. There's a personal accountability. But we must be ready to answer their questions. And primarily, we answer their questions with two things. Don't miss this. 
first, we answer their questions with his testimonies. That's one of the Bible words used for the scriptures. Here in verse 20, what mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you? A testimony is something that's deeply personal. So when we're talking about God's testimonies, we're talking about God revealing his heart through his word. God revealing the the mind of the Lord through his written word, the revealed will of God in the word of God. So we must always answer their questions with the word. Years ago, I was working with a group of youth workers and youth workers in training, and we made a list of lots of topics that young people want to talk about, lots of issues and uh, things going on in the culture around them. And we made a list, a long list, not exhaustive, but a long list. And then we went back to that list And we said, now let's find at least one Bible principle that applies to this. If you can find more, find more, as many as possible. And we made this list, and I said to those workers, every time a young person comes to you with a a question, reach for your Bible. By simply reaching for the Word of God, you're teaching them something. Subconsciously, you're saying, I don't have the answers. It's not in me, but God has the answer. Joseph said that. Uh, You remember when he was sent for, for the interpretation of the dream. He said, it is not in me, God shall give an answer. That'd be a good model for all of us to follow. To not set ourselves up as the authority, but to teach by example that the word of God is the authority. Let's go to what God says. When people have real questions, when our own children, our own families are dealing with issues, it shouldn't be, well, the pastor said, or our church believes. Or, I think. No, no, it should be God says in his word this. And so because he said this, this is how we're going to live. This is the natural outgrowth of that. Here's the application of what God has revealed. So, when you're answering questions, first begin with his testimonies. Then, secondly, use your testimony. Did you notice that in the answer there to give, God said, I want you just to tell your story. I want you to tell them your past. I want you to tell them where you were what God did, I want you to explain it to them in very personal terms. I'm afraid sometimes we have taught things doctrinally, but we've not talked about things personally. For example, we've taught them what to believe, but not how that truth has affected our own life. Even in our witnessing, it's good to give the gospel, give what people call the way of salvation, but you better use your testimony. You better tell them what Jesus means to you now. Why? Should they believe that? What difference has that truth made? Has it affected your own life? Because if it's not real and personal in you, then how on earth are you going to pass it on to someone else? Notice a few things here just by observation. In verse 21, tell them we were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt and the Lord brought us out. So speak from your own personal experience with God. Think of your past. What has the Lord done in your life? And then I love this in verse 22, And the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and sore, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh. I love this. Point them to the Lord. Don't just talk about yourself in these experiences. Point them to the Lord. You're not the answer. The Lord's the answer. You're not able, but God is able. Then verse 23, And he brought us out from thence that he might bring us in. Do you see how he not only deals with the past, he deals with the future. Speak of what God has for us in the future. Speak of all the good things God has for those who follow him. You see, young people need expectancy, hope, something to look forward to. Well, friends, with God, there's always something to look forward to. And then notice, he not only deals with the past and the future, but he deals with the present right where they are. 
Verse 24, And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. Speak about today. Speak about how obeying God is a blessing today. How there is joy in just doing what God says today right where they are. That they should not wait till later. But use your own testimony to teach. The most powerful thing you have outside the Bible in your influence is your own testimony. And everybody's got a story to share. I wonder, has your spouse heard your story? Have your children heard your story? How about your grandchildren? Have they heard your story? Have they, have they heard clearly how you came to faith in Christ? Or how the Lord taught you to live by faith? Or how the Lord changed your life as a Christian? I'm telling you, if you'll just tell your testimony and point them to his testimonies, it will greatly affect their life. It will not only give them some academic answer, something to fill their mind, it will fill their heart with truth and the Holy Spirit can use it to draw them nearer to God. May the Lord help us all today to use His testimonies and our testimony to pass on God's truth to our families. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.